Welcome to the Tribe Archipelago podcast. Interviews and inspiration for photographers. We are a community of photographers united by a passion for our craft and a growing collection of some of the world's finest Lightroom presets and post-production tools. Whatever you're doing right now, whether it's editing your recent session, headed out for a shoot, or just hanging out at your favorite coffee spot, we're glad you're here. As a way of thanking you for tuning in, we are offering all of our podcast listeners a discount of 20% on your next purchase. Visit us at tribearchipelago.com and use the code TRIBEPODCAST to redeem the special offer. So thanks for joining us today, and on behalf of Tribe Archipelago, I'm your host, Sean Morton. In today's podcast, I'll be chatting with Ethan Gaskill. With a background in fashion and wedding photography, Ethan runs a business called Insight Creative Marketing, where he works as a social media manager. In our conversation, we talk about social media basics and some of the things that people should understand when trying to market themselves on social media. Ethan shares some really great insight in this interview, and I'm sure you're going to get a lot out of it. So let's dive right in. Ethan Gaskill, welcome to the podcast. Hey, uh, yeah, thank you for having me. Thank you so much for being on and taking the time to chat with us today. So for people that don't know you, I'm wondering if you could dive in and tell us a little bit about yourself, where you're at, and what it is that you do. Yeah, so I am a social media manager slash marketer based in North Carolina. Uh, I worked as a photographer for over six and a half years, and um, kind of with different areas of my life, things have naturally kind of evolved as time has gone on, and my photography career sort of started to evolve into working in social media. Um, and it's cool because working in this field now, I'm able to incorporate, you know, all the fun elements of photography with the the freshness of social media because it's consistently updated every day and things are constantly changing. So, um, yeah, this is kind of where I'm at now. Uh, we service with my, you know, client list over, uh, eight clients and we work with people locally and kind of all over, which is another cool thing. Um, so yeah, I just wanted to be able to work with lots of different people and, ex- and just kind of dive into whatever careers that they had or businesses that they ran. And I kind of get to do that now in a unique way. Very cool. And, and how did it happen? So how did you make that transition from, you know, working as a fashion and, and wedding photographer into, into social media manager? Yeah. So I have always personally been really specific with the way that I presented myself online um, before I ever really got into photography, I would always like admire people's Instagram pages and, you know, think about the kind of the psychology behind what they were posting and how they made their images look a certain way. Um, and as my, I kind of grew as a photographer, I really started to understand visual aesthetics more. And when I introduced those techniques and such on my own page, um, other people started to kind of notice. And in the midst of my photography career, I would find that people were actually interested in getting my opinions on their social media or like, hey, should I make my caption this? Would that make sense with this image or do these colors match? Um, and I, whenever it first initially started happening, I really didn't ever think like, oh, maybe I can make a business out of that. Um, 
but it just kind of naturally evolved from with, you know, photography. I, I just, I kind of one day just randomly got the idea, like, what if I started introducing this as a service? Because it's equally creative. And like I said, you know, it's, it's very, it's a fresh industry to work in because things are constantly changing. And, um, you know, as a photographer, you, and I'm sure other people can probably relate. You do at some point feel kind of bound by your location and living here in North Carolina, I wanted to work with bigger brands. So being a social media manager would allow me to work with these really cool companies without physically having to be at their locations and you get all the creativity, but, um, you know, you don't physically have to go, they don't have to fly you out and pay for a hotel for you to shoot like one shoot and then be done with that. I mean, it's, it's a really cool field to be in. So, yeah, I don't think that a lot of people would, um, wouldn't necessarily have thought of this as, as, you know, a career or a potential career, but it's interesting. And, and like you said, you're, you're getting to from, you know, your location in North Carolina, work with clients all over. I mean, I, I think you've got clients in New York and, and all over the place, right? Yes. I actually have a client too, uh, in Sri Lanka, which is a really, they're really fun to work with. Um, and surprisingly enough, they found me on social media. So, uh, just kind of to give you an idea of how unique the, you know, not just Instagram or Facebook, but kind of all the platforms are that, you know, people are out there looking for your work and you never know who's going to find you. And so, um, they've actually become one of my best and biggest clients. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's crazy how, with, you know, with having a presence that's just, I guess, you know, out there, I'll say, mm-hmm. um, anyone can find you. And that's really powerful when you're a business owner to have that. To, you, you, it's really good to leverage that, yeah. uh, which I've kind of just, you know, tried to do with my own businesses. And then all the, the tactics that I've essentially learned from marketing, like my photography services and such, I've implemented all of those into my uh, marketing business, which now I use for my clients. Right. Very cool. Speaking of clients, give us an idea. So, so what sort of businesses or clients uh, have you got the chance to work with? So, I was a little bit at an advantage because when I had my photography business, um, I, I had kind of a solid list of people I was already working with, mostly local. And those companies, when they when I introduced the idea to them that hey, I'm going to be kind of um, not really stopping photography, but more so moving in a unique direction with it yeah. and introducing these social media services. Uh, my clients I currently had actually came with me, cool. um, or at least the majority of them did the ones that could, you know, justify the investment in social media. Um, and so I was really lucky to kind of have that, that kickstart from the beginning of starting my business. Um, but there's mostly the people that I work with are, uh, boutiques and companies that sell maybe like, uh, like products online, like, um, the people in Sri Lanka, for example, are, they produce athletic apparel, Okay. but it's really, really cool stuff. Like it's there, the athletic apparel that they produce, it's not just like hoodies or a pair of shorts or whatever. Yeah. Uh, it's items that have like really unique technology behind them. Um, that really no one else in the industry is doing. And so you just kind of get to work with all of these different industries uh, and kind of just get, an, you know, a glimpse into like all of their, um, 
all of like the nuances mm-hmm. and the culture of all these different brands. And I think that's really cool. But yeah, locally it's, it's mostly boutiques cause I'm here and I can, we can do shoots together yeah. for their, their product and all that. But, um, the clients abroad, most of them are either e-commerce, uh, type clients or, um, people they like, they can send me like the product and I can actually right. photograph it here with like, you know, models that I know. So yeah, yeah boutiques, uh, a couple st- uh, service-based businesses like hair salons and such. It's, it's a little bit all over the place yeah. just because the clients that I had when I did photography, like I said earlier, you kind of attract lots of different types of jobs and clients. And yeah. so, um, yeah, that was kind of a, a little bit of a messy answer, but just <laughs> no, it's a little bit of every, it's yeah. a little bit of everything. So, yeah. And that's, that's cool. And, and it's, it's exciting maybe for people that are listening that, you know, uh, maybe hadn't thought about this as an option of, of ways they can maybe expand on their existing business, uh, you know, to consider like, you know, approaching local businesses that maybe uh, could could use help with their social media. And so, yeah, no, I think that's, that's pretty insightful. That's great. Good to know. Um, I'd like to dive in actually to uh, uh, some of these topics. Now, uh, you actually wrote a really fantastic blog post for us uh, uh, called Social Media Basics. And um, so I'd like to discuss some of those things uh, you know, that people should really be understanding when they're trying to market themselves on social media. Can, can you kind of go into, uh, um, just to sort of summarize in the blog post, you talked about, uh, sort of three points. So one was research. The other one was about content, uh, content formulas. Uh, and the third one was about planning. So maybe, uh, do you feel comfortable just diving in and, uh, on some of those topics and maybe give, give some insight, uh, uh, for the people listening? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so yeah, I mean, the the thing about social media is to try to confine it to three points <laughs> is challenging because yeah. of how how massive the topic really is. Yeah. Um, but we'll kind of just go through the three and break them apart. And so number one would be you know doing doing your research because um, you know whether you're working for your own brand and you're trying to market that, or if you do decide, Hey, let me start doing this for other people. Really research is going to be a huge, uh, factor you'll have to consider. Um, and it's also really fun too, because, you know, for me, when I work with a new client, if it's someone that's not, that I'm not already familiar with their industry, it's a cool learning opportunity to kind of just, you know, their product or service. And so I think that being able to, um, get into the mind of the customer and then research, you know, your client or for your own business, it really allows you to market yourself more effectively. Um, I mean, one big thing that I would do is kind of just think to yourself, like, what are your goals as a brand? Uh, and then also, you know, who are you trying to reach? And I think that getting really clear on the, the people that you're trying to, um, reach out to and like the type of your like ideal customer, I guess you could say, yeah. uh, when you put yourself in their position and like what they would want to see and what, you know, words that they would read that might read that might, uh, spark their interest, you can kind of cater your content and your social media strategy around that. And so, um, that's like, a, that's one of the biggest things that I think of specifically just making content that really resonates with the audience. But, you know, if you don't research, you, you can't really, um, find those answers. And so yeah. that would be kind of number one is, uh, really just looking at kind of, um, your goals, what your potential clients are looking for. And then in terms of like ideas for content, 
Um, this would kind of vary based on the, you know, person, like whether you're running your page and you're a photographer or yeah. if you're running other people's pages, um, it really, uh, you want to do research and kind of see, you know, what other people are doing out there. Because I know that, you know, when you work in such a creative field and you also see all of these different things people are doing, it might be kind of hard to like, just get inspired by one thing or to really kind of understand, you know, well, what, like, what is my brand voice or like what speaks for me? Yeah. And so to try to kind of get, get clear, not only on your like marketing messages and your client and all that, but also like who you are. And sometimes people, it takes a little bit of time and development for them to understand, well, you know, this is like kind of the, the language of my brand and I want my photos and my content to have this look to them and all of that sort of stuff. Um, that's, it's important because when you research, and you start kind of seeing what other people are doing and not necessarily like seeing a page and, and copying it, yeah. but seeing what's working yeah. and what speaks to you and then being coming inspired by that. Um, and that's the cool thing about social media is we're connected with so many different creators, but you know, you could be a photographer and go to like a, a furniture creators, Instagram page and say, Oh wow, look at all of like the warm tones on their page. I love that. That's so inspiring. And then implement that into your own brand. Yeah. Um, so it's kind of interesting how that works, but research is, is definitely number one. And I, I, that's something that I have had to do for myself with both my photography and marketing company. And that's also something that I especially do for all of my clients because, um, it's just kind of the foundation to, effective marketing. It's just knowing what you are marketing and who you're marketing to. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's so many, um, you know, roads we, we can take, uh, doesn't always mean they're going to be effective. Right. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, absolutely. Talk, talk to us about, um, the, the second point you, uh, you brought up in the blog, which was talking about content and, and formulas. And, um, now this, this might apply to, photographers more than other business, but the, the, you talked about one, uh, the 33%, uh, formula. Tell us about that. Yeah. So as a kind of a basic rule of thumb, when you're trying to come up with content, um, it can kind of become overwhelming whenever you're trying to decide what to post. And that's, that's something really common that I find when I talk to people is they say, "Well, well, I don't know what to post or I, I feel like all I post is just my work or just myself or, you know, no one cares to see me. Like, it's like they have all these preconceived ideas of what people do and don't want to see. Um, but because they have all these thoughts swirling in their head, they never actually just consistently post and then, or start posting at all. Um, and so one thing that I would recommend is doing, uh, just like, kind of like what you just mentioned, I have a formula. It's just, it's 33%, uh, and you, split that up three ways. So 33, 33, 33. And I think that doing this, at least in the beginning of your social media journey is kind of effective in the sense that it's evenly distributing out three different types of content. And so one uh, of those blocks would be 33% of your content could be your work or your craft. Mm -hmm. Um, The other 33% could be, you know, personal or unique stuff about, um, you know, you, or if you're running the page for the other person, like the client. Um, and then the last 33% would be inspiration tips or, uh, something that just adds value to your followers life. Mm -hmm. Um, even if it's just something like funny or inspiring, just anything like that, that, you know, you would be scrolling through Instagram and see that and get a laugh out of it. Or if you read it and it really resonates with you, 
Um, those are things that, you know, I might check out a page if I see that and follow it. Like if I, and if they've got more content kind of like that. So that's how I kind of break up the content strategy. And the great thing about Instagram and Facebook, um, is that you can kind of measure what's working yeah. and, 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 and pave the, the, the way based off that. So if you're finding that people are really resonating with you and they think you're really interesting and they, you, you know, content that, that has a lot of you in it is yielding the best results, mm-hmm. then try implementing more of that. Um, and I know that as photographers, it's so easy to be like behind the lens and not oh, want to yeah. step foot in front of it. Um, but having that personal touch is often something that people really, that's kind of your opportunity to really connect with people. Um, and so I think, you know, just kind of experimenting with different types of content, but basing it off of that percentage breakup uh, or that formula that I gave is that's a good way to kind of see like what, what's working and also just what is, what makes sense for you. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause you may find that if you try posting, if you just post a ton of your work or you just post a lot about yourself, it may not be working really for you or your audience. Like they may not really be interested, but so you might just find that like, kind of just keeping things fresh and, and just keeping it broken up and that percentage breakdown is more effective. But um, either way, uh, that's just a good go-to that I use for uh, my clients. And then also when I was first starting out, I kind of found that for myself that also worked really well. Hmm. Do you find um, the, uh, on these platforms, there's a shift maybe moving towards video content, uh, taking more importance? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, on Instagram specifically, just, you know, they've got IGTV and Instagram live and just in general, just posting videos. Um, they seem to be really, really good for, um, not only like connecting with your audience because it's, it's, it really kind of brings you and your work and your, uh, brand to life, but also it's really good for, um, you know, ranking in terms of like the algorithm. Yeah. Uh, and, and obviously that's, that's subject to change. The algorithm oh, yeah. is constantly changing and everyone is trying to figure it out and understand <laughs> what, what works and what doesn't. But, yeah. um, from a content perspective, video is amazing. And I know for my clients, uh, I've seen really great results for them when I, you know, I'll direct them if they're at their workplace or they're creating something or on a job, like, Hey, go live. And like, you know, just, respond to comments like on your live or just show people your, your behind the scenes process, things like that are what followers really like to see. And it, and it just kind of makes you more than just a page that, yeah. that posts pretty photos or, you know, whatever, that's kind of your opportunity to get really personal. And so video is a great way for that. Um, and yeah, I think it, it definitely is uh, becoming more and more popular and it seems to be the direction that a lot of things are heading in. Yeah, for sure. And, and like you mentioned, uh, just making that personal connection, I, I think as, uh, businesses is, is so important. Uh, and there's a lot of value in that, uh, um, in terms of, you know, uh, having a, a, a basically a, you know, a loyal audience and an audience that wants to, to be engaged. Right. Absolutely. I mean, just, uh, you know, think alone, like the, this podcast, for example, I mean, the, the blog that I wrote is definitely, there's valuable tips in it, but certain people will, will resonate more with, with this yeah. because they like it. It's our voices and we're in real dialogue and real conversation. Yeah. I mean, this is definitely something that people are responding more to because it just, it feels more 
human. Yeah. And people really like that in a day and age where things are so quick and, um, you know, people just post their, their kind of their highlight reel all the time, like all their best work or yeah. their most full vacations or whatever. But being able to be on video and, and Instagram live or whatever it may be, it really is just kind of your opportunity to get real with your audience or become vulnerable and really make a connection with them, whether you're having, you know, uh, a really cool shoot that you've worked really hard on and you're showing behind the scenes or whatever, or you're just kind of having a, um, kind of a struggle day. And, you know, people might hop on there with you and be like, I can so relate to this. <laughs> I mean, just any stuff like that, uh, is, is great because it's, it's, you're becoming more, like I said, than just an Instagram page. You're a person at that point. People connect with people, not just phone screens. Like they, they really, um, resonate with they 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 respond well to messages that resonate with them yeah and it makes sense we you know we've we've gone so far into this digital world and and like you said we're oftentimes we're we, we chatted about this earlier you know we we work from home and we're spending all this time maybe doing social things but really in a solitary environment uh and so ha yeah i think having that personal connection bridging that that gap uh, definitely goes a long way and and you know there's there's just a an emotional reason that 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 works right yeah, yeah absolutely and i i uh i know for me personally there's been times where I've been like, I mean, like you just said, like I'll be working at the house all day and I'll see where a friend posted a video where they're like at a coffee shop, like working with some other friends. And so I'll leave and like go join them. And I think with video and just and content in general, having that voice online, it, there's a lot of power to that. And yeah. a lot of people don't seem to under, you know, I don't know if they don't seem to understand it, but they don't, they don't, um, take it into account as much, like yeah. how much, you know, your content really can help people out or, um, steer people in a, in a positive direction or help them make decisions or whatever. So leveraging yeah. video content, but also just putting more thought into your content strategy period is so important. Yeah. Very cool. Uh, talk, talk to us. Uh, I guess the, the, the last point in the blog you talked about was in regards to, uh, planning and, and, um, you want to dive into that a little bit? Yeah, for sure. So, uh, whenever I, work on planning out content for a client. Um, this is normally like the kind of the last step because the way it typically goes is like, like we talked about first research yeah. and then the actual content itself and then planning it out. Yeah. And, um, one huge thing for me is that I don't ever allow for myself or, um, the team that I work with whenever we're working with clients, like nothing is ever just on the day. Yeah. Uh, we try to really put a lot of thought into what we're putting out. And that requires kind of, you know, setting aside time to really make sure that the Instagram feed is like cohesive and the content that we're putting out makes sense and that it's also fresh and unique. And one way that I can uh, do this is utilizing um, various platforms online. So there's, there's a few different options you can use. Like there's Planoly, there's Later, um, and then actually just like on the iPhone, there's a couple apps. Like there's one that I have called Snug. Uh, there, there's lots of different ways that you can plan it out. And what this essentially does is allows you to, to kind of throw all of your content onto a, um, into like a mock Instagram feed and you can arrange things to where, uh, it feels good to you. Mm -hmm. And then from that point you build out, okay, well, here's how things are arranged. Now let's add captions to it. And so that's kind of the process I normally take, um, 
for getting my clients work put together. But, you know, if you're doing it for yourself, um, obviously like depending on what your, what content it is that you're showing each, you know, each piece of content has specific, uh, details to it. And so you would want to maybe try to arrange your content in a way where you don't just post like a selfie and you're like on the computer working and editing today, or like, like another selfie right after that. I try to think, how can I build some sort of a pattern to this? Or how can I keep things fresh to where people are not just seeing the same thing every day? And so whether you're, um, you know, whether you're just posting for yourself or other people, I mean, I try to, to, break things up, whether it's like color image, black and white image, color image, black and white image. And then even just the actual subject matter, I try to keep things um, fresh with that. So I may kind of switch it out every other day. Like, like, you know, one day, let me post a photo of a person. And the next day I'll post like an inspirational quote. That's like, you know, obviously not a picture of a person. And then the third day I'll post like a behind the scenes shot. And then you kind of keep the pattern going or uh, just however you can keep things fresh. Yeah. Um, and so there's even like at this point in time, there's auto posting features where people can uh, schedule their posts to go out at certain times, which really helps you also stay really consistent with your um, content you're putting out. Because mm-hmm. I know that a lot of people will say, all right, cool. I've found my, my brand voice. I know what content I'm going to put out. I have it all edited properly and it looks great. They lay it all out and then they just, they'll post for three or four days, but then life gets the, gets a hold of them. Yeah. And, and then you forget and then you realize, oh, wow, it's, it's six o'clock in the day. It's too late to post now. Or, mm-hmm. um, because you know, with what, with all of our careers, we're, we're kind of, uh, it seems like at times we can kind of be all over the place. And so to have these, these programs that allow us to not only plan, but also to remind us when to post or, uh, certain ones, actually, like I said, they'll auto post for you. Those are really, really helpful to to ensure that you're not only um, kind of staying consistent with like what you're doing, but also the content's actually getting out there every yeah. day. Nice, very cool. So, talk to us a little about where where you find inspiration. So, um, you know, whether it's photography or or elsewhere, what what inspires you? Yeah. So. Um, one of the most asked questions I get about my marketing company, uh, that, well, firstly, the name of my marketing business is Insight Creative Marketing. And so a lot of people ask, like, well, what is creative marketing? Mm-hmm. Um, and the best way that I can put it is, you know, one big mission for my company is we really want to work with brands that have amazing ideas and then we see their ideas and together we kind of inspire each other and create really cool content and, uh, marketing strategies based off, you know, their goals or their brands or whatever. Um, and so really we place just a huge emphasis on creative development coming from the photography world. So really what inspires me is kind of just things that inspired my photography career. And that was a lot of like fashion photography or even like certain movies that I would watch. I would, I would really admire like the lighting on like a certain scene or whatever, and try to implement that into a, you know, a photo shoot that I would do. Um, and I, as cheesy as it sounds, just kind of life in general, like I'll see people hanging out like a, like a certain group of people. And if we're at like a coffee shop or something and like, just kind of like acknowledging like, Oh wow, that like, that would be a really cool, like setup, like, like younger people like that drinking that cup of coffee, like in the evening time where the sun's coming through the window, let me do that for this client. Like there's just so many different things that 
are out there that are inspiring. The biggest thing is that you have your eyes open and you're looking for them. And working in this field where uh, everything needs to be new and fresh and next level, and every day I have to be thinking, like, what content can I be putting out that is different? Like, what's what is cool? My because of that, my eyes are always open. I'm constantly looking. Um, and you know, like I said earlier, you might find like an Instagram page or a picture on Pinterest or whatever that inspires you, but it may be completely different from your brand. Like it, if you're a photographer and you might see, like I said earlier, like the furniture, like a page that sells furniture or something. Um, but if you're, if your eyes are open for, for, for that inspiration, you can take that and integrate those concepts or unique ideas into your, um, not only just like your Instagram page or your social media strategy, but also just your photo shoots or whatever type of creating that you yeah. do. So uh, that was kind of a long, long answer, yeah, but it's good one. Yeah. Just, I'm just constantly, constantly on the hunt for inspiration. Yeah. Um, because it can become like, you know, you feel like on Instagram you're scrolling through and it's like, there are times that I think like, gosh, every thought that could be thought, has already been thought like what, like what's new and like what's fresh. And so that's why I try to almost think outside of Instagram and really just, like I said, in day-to-day life, just keep my eyes open and see what looks cool. Yeah. Very cool. And, and I think that, you know, as photographers, uh, that's almost second nature for a lot of us. Uh, we were just sort of, you know, trained, trained our eye to, um, to, to find whether it's, you know, just, the way you mentioned earlier, you know, the light coming in the cafe window and things like that, where we're, we're lucky in that sense that we, we tend to, uh, kind of very easily go into that mode of, of seeing, uh, and, and finding, uh, finding beauty all around us. Absolutely. And that was kind of the thing is, you know, when I made the transition into this type of career, it, it, in, in, a, in a lot of ways, it didn't make sense. Like people were like, what you're getting into marketing now. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know that a lot of what I've spoken about up until this point is very like aesthetic or visual based. There are a lot of number and analytic based things that I do kind of behind the scenes. However, that stuff's not as like <laughs> sexy to talk about. Right. Like most people don't care to hear about that as much. Yeah. Um, but when I made the move into, into marketing from photography, so many people were really shocked because when you think of marketing, you do think of a lot of like, you know, like just Facebook ads or search engine marketing on Google or uh, the things that aren't as like interesting or feel like you feel like they may not pertain to you like as a photographer. Um, But in a lot of ways too, it also makes so much sense because the platforms that we all utilize on a day-to-day basis are so visual. And because we all as photographers kind of have our own unique eye, it's like the best way to just get your brand out there and it also is like you don't really have to think much about it it's all visual and you're already in a visual field so really utilize your skills and make the most of that um there's not much of a learning you know curve that's like gonna throw you off or anything Mm -hmm. it's really just um take what you what comes natural to you and and find a way to to put that onto social media um and then you know, before you know it, you'll be building your brand and reaching people who find your work and they think it's inspiring. And then you're building an audience and it all just kind of flows from there. Um, but yeah, it's, it's just such an amazing time to be. And there's just so much opportunity out there. And I think that's just kind of the number one thing that like, 
really excites me. Like when I get up in the morning, it's so cool knowing that like the world really is at your fingertips, like on social media. And that's, it's just amazing. Yeah. Very cool. Listen, Ethan, that was perfect. Uh, this was a super insightful chat. And uh, I just want to thank you for taking some time uh, to come on the podcast and, and chat with us today. Absolutely. I can't thank you enough for having me here. Oh, it's our pleasure. Thanks. Take care, Ethan. All right. Thank you. Bye. Yeah, bye. Thanks for listening today. If you'd like to find out more about Ethan Gaskill, please check out the links in the show notes at tribearchipelago.com slash podcast. And of course, don't forget, as a way of thanking you for tuning in, we are offering all of our podcast listeners a discount of 20% on your next purchase. Please visit us at tribearchipelago.com and use the code TRIBEPODCAST to redeem this special offer. Don't forget to subscribe and let us know what you love about the podcast by leaving us a review on iTunes. Thanks again for listening today. Until next time.